Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. Well, I can't believe I did this, but I did take the Krabby Pastor on the road. From this past March through sometime in June, I attended like four four conferences where I was face-to-face with ministry leaders. Now, keep in mind, even though this podcast is titled The Krabby Pastor, I define a ministry leader as anyone for whom God has given you charge spiritually to influence other people. So you may be an ordained pastor. Maybe you're not ordained and you still have a spiritual charge over other people and that God has given you that responsibility. So what I did is I got to go face-to-face then with ministry leaders, different denominations, because I believe that the issue of self-care and of a spiritually connected leadership is beyond denomination. This is a spiritual issue. It is not a denominational issue. So I'm not, although I hang typically in the Wesleyan branch of the Christian tree, I'm not necessarily only attached to having this to advocate for to other denominations and ministry leaders. So Enough of that, though. I went on the road because I thought it would be helpful to go face-to-face. And and to be quite honest, I wasn't going to go on the road. I really wasn't. But what I am attached to is chronically following open doors is what I'm attached to. And I wasn't going to go to the Wesleyan Holiness Clergy Women's Conference and just kind of a series of conversations and I went, okay, all right, all right, I can see this is where I'm going. So I did attend there, and I brought some of my glass. You know, it's always good to have something at the table so people go, oh, what's that? And then you can have conversation with people about their ministry and what's going on and what's the biggest concern that they have. So, you know, I go to these things that I want to learn I want to connect with people. I want them to get to to meet me, you know, as opposed to just, you know, getting marketing materials foisted upon you. I wanted to share in this podcast, so what my key learnings were. And the first one is this. If you connect with ministry leaders at their obligatory attendance events, meaning everybody, you best be there or the black X goes next to your name. That is a way different environment and experience than when the attendees are going there because they want help, they want to learn, they want to grow. So I see the distinct difference on this as a matter of humility, right? It takes humility 
to seek out help. It takes humility to say, I need help. It takes humility to say, I really am not an island and I need the input of others to help me on my journey. Now, I think in Proverbs, it says the the counsel of many is wise. So you take the input of other people. And so it's different if you're attending an event where you have to be there to avoid the black acts or you want to learn, you want to grow, you're there to get some tools for your toolbox. Interesting thing, though, people would come by my table, and I think it was for the first one or two events. I didn't have this, but I was at the Hobby Lobby, and there was a crab, little placard, that said something about don't be crabby on it. And I just thought, I have to have this. And it's pretty good size. It's like 24 inches across and maybe a foot tall and it's a giant crab and I should maybe put that into my my sustainability my self-care and sustainability Facebook page it's self-care and sustainability the number four and ministry leader so I should put a picture of him in there because he was just a hoot there was no way I could not buy that and I know many of you understand that the only thing that I didn't like about him is is that he's red and I he kind of clashed with the decor of my table in my opinion. So I'm still toying with whether I want to paint him orange or not. That's a side thing. But anyway, I had people coming by my table, especially the last two conferences I was at with that big honking crab on the table. And they just kind of look at the don't be crabby commentary on the uh, on the table and they pretty much all snicker. <laughs> they do snicker at this. So Okay, I have entertainment value, which, you know, everybody carps about entertainment, entertainment. You have to have a level of entertainment. Now, you don't want to be total entertainment, but you have to draw people in. You have to capture their attention. You have to keep their attention. So there is an element of entertainment. Apparently, I have an aspect of that. So people would come by my tables, laugh at the idea, at the notion of crabby pastor. And, you know, some would just like keep walking because they do this. And these were my first conferences on the road. And I was just curious at what kind of, well, actually, to be honest with you, I just set my stuff up the way I thought it would look nice, respectable. I had the kind of communication materials that I needed. And I really didn't think much about what are people going to do with this until I am standing there and people are going past, and I thought, well, this could be like a bug-on-the-wall experience, and I can watch and see what people do with this. Now, I did hear repeatedly, one of the phrases that I heard the most from people is, this is so needed. Hmm. Yes, indeedy, you know, and so is kaopectate on the right day, but, <laughs> you know, Oh, I believe that myself. It was a great affirmation from people. It was a great affirmation from God through people that I need to keep on keeping on. So I went to the first event, and that's where then I connected with more people, some free Methodist people doing some innovative things that then opened the door for me to go 
to the next and to the next and to the next. And so this is kind of how these things rolled out. I didn't think back in March, I think I'm going to four conferences. But as I said, I'm attached to following the open door to kind of see where this is going. Now, this was another interesting thing that happened while I'm at my table there. It was one or two brave souls would usually, per conference, would kind of come by to have conversations. And after a while, I was getting pretty good at giving my spiel. And they said, they actually said these words to me, that they are never, ever crabby. They actually said that to me. <laughs> and I, so I would listen politely, you know, do the nod and smile and okay and okay. And and I think I finally got brave near the last couple of conferences and just kind of said, well, why don't you just send your spouse over to me then and let me chat with them and see if you're ever crabby. Because the truth of it is, I think we're all crabby and have the potential to be crabby. You know, you may have finally honed the craft of the non-anxious presence where, you know, you're looking all serene and you're looking all just lovely and at peace, but inside stuff could be going on and churning and just challenging your your peace, <laughs> challenging your your sanity, challenging your sensibilities, but yet you remain calm. So I did finally at the end start saying to people, you need to send your spouse over here to me and we'll talk about with whether you're ever, ever crabby. I think to say that you're crabby and you have potential to be crabby, I think, again, there is an aspect of humility. Oh, that never happens to me. I am never, ever that. What does scripture say? Pride goes before the fall. I mean, I, I don't want to wish that on anybody, on any ministry leader whatsoever. I definitely don't want to wish that on them. But on the other hand, I think you're in a better position to say it's possible that I could be that, that I could do that, that at some point that could just impact me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little down here on grubby planet Earth and, you know, I'm the one that's scuffing along. I can't believe I'm the only crabby person. And so far, when I've had people on uh, and interviewed them, I made them tell me what makes them crabby. And I've had some really interesting responses to that. So listen for that on my interview podcast. Hey, Margie Bryce here, and I have something free for you. If you are unsure of what your mindset is when it comes to self-care, if you know you should do self-care, but you're just not sure how to get that rolling, how to get started, I have a free ebook for you. And it is about radical self-care, and it will get you started thinking about it and has lots of helpful information. Actually, what it is more than anything else is a journal style kind of piece that will help you work through the process of self-evaluation so you get a sense of where you are with self-care. So to get this free ebook, I'm going to put a link 
in the show notes and you can access it from there and it can help you get started on the self-care that you know you should be doing anyway and get you started maybe on taking some definitive action to ensure that you have the sustainability necessary to go the distance with God. So what was really interesting, though, too, is one person actually signed their spouse up for a free discovery session. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know what to do with that, but <laughs> for some reason, she thought that her spouse needed a free discovery session coaching session, which I offer. I, it's always free to, you know, we got to chat. We got to see whether we're going to connect and how it might work. You know, it's got to fit. So I always offer that. And then I thought, I'll never hear from that person or their spouse ever again. But the interesting thing was the pastor actually followed through and we had our free session and it was pretty cool. There were some key decisions made by that person. And, you know, that's kind of how coaching works. It's not that I'm making decisions not that I'm saying here's what you got to do, but this person through this process made some very key decisions about their next steps and the directions that they were taking. So that I thought, wow, not only did this individual actually show up because his wife signed him up, but it was a very productive session, very productive. So anyway, I got excited about that. That was definitely a big excitement for me. So the phrase that I got really excited about is that people came up to me and said, we follow you on social media. I'm following you, they said, which, you know, initially, you know, if you're not, if your brain's not going in the right direction, I'm following you. <laughs> Sounds a little odd, but, but I quickly snapped into that they were referring to things on social media um, posts that I do or I don't know I toss my podcast out there and about not in the intention of trying of self-promotion but more in the intention of pastors need to be routinely reminded about self-care and about how their leadership needs to be connected to kingdom purposes there needs to be a heavily spiritual dimension to your leadership. And while some of you may indeed be functioning according to an institution, a denomination, it is quite possible for you to serve wherever God has planted your feet. And if that is within a denomination, you most certainly can give that denomination what is required of them but ensure that the higher priority is that you are following kingdom purposes, kingdom purposes. One of the neat things that did happen along the way for me, though, was at the, was it conference number three? I think. I don't know. You know, it's all kind of a blur it, because what? I'm an introvert. So, you know, <laughs> at the end of these things, I kind of crash and burn. I've had a great time during the day and, and talking to people and chatting it up. But at the end of the day, I'm really 
tired out. But I think it was early on. It might even have been, it was either number two or number three. I forget. So at that, someone came up to me and started looking at what I was doing and said, the, the you know, this is just so needed. And I said, well, thank you. You know, I think I'm, you know, there's what you're doing and what you think you're doing. <laughs> Sometimes I go, well, I think this is what I'm doing. I don't know if this really what's happening here, but this is what I think I'm doing. And I'm all in with this, Jesus. And this person continued to talk. And then she put her arm around me and just started praying away. And she was one of those people, you know, the ones that have the, I have the prayer warrior, gift of prayer type. And I, I was, I was taken by surprise. I mean, not totally, because, you know, we're at a Christian event, but, but I was, I didn't know her. I hadn't talked to her very long. And it was, it was amazing because then I also got invited by someone else to do a workshop in 2023. And, you know, it's not that I'm always looking for the exit ramp on, on this ministry at all, but I'm always thinking, well, this could have a short lifespan and, you know, and I'm okay with that if, if God says, okay, that's enough for you and makes it clear, then that would be enough. But that hasn't happened yet. And I was thinking, okay, well, I will run this through 2022 and I will see exactly where I am at at the end of the year and make some decisions. And then I get invited to do a workshop in 2023. And at the moment, I just was excited about that possibility, that opportunity. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I would do that at a seminaries event. And I later, this is what happens to me too. I'm sure this is a temperament or a something, an INTJ thing maybe, where I, I reflect back and then I go, oh, 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 because I looked at that and I thought, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, because that happened at the same event where the prayer thing happened. And I felt like it was God saying to me, first off, through the prayer time, I see you, I see what you're doing, and I want to encourage you. And I thought, Lord, thank you for the woman that heard the nudge from you to, to just stop and pray with this person and not knowing that later on I would reflect on it and say, wow, God was just encouraging me to keep on keeping on here. Not only that, but when I got asked to do something in 2023, it was God making clear to me this party ain't over and you're going to continue on. So you, you all y'all could be stuck with me for a while because I agree. I think, I think self-care is much, much needed and we chronically need to be reminded. This is why, this is one reason anyway, why we have worship on Sundays is it's a chronic reminder of this or that. It's when the sermon comes up and it's about forgiveness, you know, you can sit in the pew and you can say, oh, yeah, I know I'm supposed to forgive. Or you can be open to what God is saying to you in that moment. And usually it is something that God is revealing to you in that moment. Maybe there's something you needed to be reminded 
about. And I think self-care is that. And plus, then the aspect of leadership and leading into a spiritual and kingdom kingdom related goals. I mean, when I served at one church where, you know, they were just doing Sunday morning and meetings, and that is really not a great sign if that's what you're doing. That's all you're doing is foisting up the skeleton of the body. There's, you know, there's no meat on the bones, nothing. You know, if you're a walking skeleton, well, that is not a picture of of being alive, even though the bones snap together. <laughs> and okay, maybe it's sort of walking, but you want flesh and you want life to be infused there as well. So you want to have that kingdom purpose. And when I was serving at the one church where it was just Sunday morning and meetings, and I knew that ring-a-ding-ding, this is not, this is, why would the Lord have us continue here if this is the extent to which we are going to influence for the sake of the kingdom and kingdom purposes and live into that? I mean, think about it. But God is is gracious and kind and doesn't just come and smote us, which I am always thankful for because I'm sure at least once a week, if not more, I maybe do some things where smoting might be warranted. I don't know, um, you know, but God doesn't do that. God will pat us on the head and let us merrily go to our own demise that we are piloting. So I'm very committed to the idea that we be doing things that have kingdom value and that we're attached to spiritual aims and purposes as opposed to just totally doing the franchise dance where we're just walking according to the institution. And, you know, then when we've done that well enough, we keep getting a bigger church and a bigger church. And, you know, that's how that can go. And you may or may not be attending to the spiritual aims of of what God is asking. So that was my experience, the Krabby Pastor on the road, and I love to do workshops. I love to be a part of these kinds of events where I get to be face-to-face with ministry leaders, kind of have my finger on the pulse of what's happening, and listen to people and I love doing that, even though I'm wiped out then at the end of the day. But it uh, it encourages me to meet with all y'all. And I just wanted to share with you some of the key learnings that and experiences that I had along the way. So watch for more episodes through 2023, at least, as God continues to encourage this ministry forward. And I know God is continuing to encourage your ministry forward as well. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with 
God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it an honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>